All right, guys, and we are live. Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. We're here with TJ, uh, Millionaire Mentor. Uh, this is going to be lit, guys. This is a really good show. Let's get into it. All right, guys, I am excited because I've been watching this guy for a minute, man. I remember on YouTube, I used to watch Tall Guy Car Reviews, right? If you guys know who that What's up, guys? Myron Gaines here, one half of the Fresh Fit Podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, guys, Anchor is totally free. You don't need to spend your own money. Download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is he's the guy that was like the tall guy that always uh, looks at cars and gives it like a good review, and he does vlogs now. So one day I saw an episode where he said, "Hey guys, check out my boy TJ Million and Mentor." I was like, "Who is this guy?" Look at his page, the cars, the lifestyle, the business. I was like, "Yo, that's somebody I aspire to be." And now thanks to networking from Instagram, we're here live in the studio. So TJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Appreciate the hospitality. Thank you for coming. You know, you showed me around Miami, so I was out with the realtor looking around. And <laughs> you were like, okay, let me show you the other side. Let me give you another perspective. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. So, you know, I, I was literally coming out of the restaurant. You were like, yo, come on, bro. So I had to, like, cancel the Uber and just jump in the car with you. So it was cool, man. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Thank you for making the accommodations for us, man. We, we we're happy to have you on the show. Yeah. You know, sure. as you guys know, on this channel, we talk a lot about, you know, dating and girls and all other stuff but this is actually a more important episode man yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean this is where you guys need to really listen and uh pay attention already right. super chat so i don't know if you're gonna get views now man because, <laughs> you know you already told them you're not talking about dating yeah yeah, yeah. they're gonna be <laughs> like well, we will talk about it a little bit at the end guys yeah. but yeah for the most part it's about money uh, investing and yeah. what who tj really is yep so yep. we have one super chat here from peter b uh chris could you read it please yes yeah, 489 talk our family handshake emoji Thank you so much, Peter B, for the Don't super chat. Super chat, right? That's awesome. earlier. Cool. Yeah. So you know it's tall guy. All right, we're good to go. All right. So for anyone that doesn't know, right? Who is TJ Millionaire Mentor? Bro, I don't know, man. I'm like this. Uh, so, so for me, I'm a guy that you know. Obviously, uh, I've built a platform around cars and stuff like that. But I'm a mm-hmm. businessman. So mm-hmm. I built. I've always been. Um, you know, I've been a businessman from very early on. I recently sold my tech services business. And then I started uh, building the platform but uh, for, for myself. But prior to that, um, my expertise is in marketing. So my business partner, J.J. Smith, she and I have worked together for years, for about 12 years where we built her brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started out talking about love, dating, and relationships. That's funny. So, okay, yeah. nice, yeah. <laughs> so we would, we would uh, you know, we started out and said, hey, look, we need to make her locally famous. And we found like a, uh, like a bar that wasn't doing well on say Tuesdays or Wednesdays, whatever the day was. And we went to that bar mm-hmm. and we took over and started doing a live show mm-hmm. just like this. Yeah. And uh, we started doing that live show and it got hot, it got cool. And then um, we, you know, we sort of pivoted from that because uh, people were having um, a lot of women were having, uh, you know, conversations around weight loss and things like that. Gotcha. Concerns mm-hmm. And some of the things that she was going through in her own journey. So we pivoted to uh, nutrition mm-hmm. and weight loss, actually. Yep. And so we built a brand um, that's been um, an eight-figure brand 
doing nice. uh, nutrition and weight loss. And we've done that for the, over the last past you know, 12 years. Okay. And so, uh, so, so for those that don't know JJ Smith, go check her out. Cause she's awesome. She's on Dr. Oz show all the time. She's written, you know, um, uh, three New York times, um, top five bestsellers. And one has been on the list for over 52 weeks in a row Oh wow! and, mm. um, and, and written in 22 different countries. So, so that's been what we were doing mm-hmm. and building her brand and monetizing that. And then, you know, over the last year and a half or so, I started building my brand that helps people make money, help people build businesses. Right. And it's funny because uh, I don't see that, that lady with you in the videos. Like, who's that lady? Mm-hmm. I know it makes sense who it is, your yeah. business partner. Yeah, she's awesome. There she's you go. funny and she's smart and uh, she has a pretty cool brand. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you basically help people that have money make more money. Like, I mean, you, you basically help people, I guess, expand their businesses and scale it even higher up and make even more money from it. Yeah. So essentially, right, there's the pillars yep. of how you make money online, right? Yep. So there's ebooks, and yep. books, right? There's online classes. Yep. There's live events. Mm-hmm. Oh, right? sorry. If you're just talking to me. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's, there's live events. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and there's merchandise. There's mm-hmm. so there's a number of things that you do. And so what we try to do is to mature brand by uh-huh. building um, income streams across all of those things. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. From all different, wh- whether it's lower ticket to higher ticket. Yeah. Uh, okay. Monetizing every stage of the way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. So can you tell us a little bit about like uh, your come up, how you uh, started your businesses, how you uh, you know became the successful entrepreneur you are today? Yeah, so for sure. So I'm first of all, I'm from South Carolina, right? Okay. And I grew yeah. up in South Carolina. Didn't have a lot of folks around me that were good examples of entrepreneurs in terms of real, real high level, right? My, yeah. My auntie was sort of uh, the hoodpreneur. Yeah. You know that you know would have the accidents and come up on you know yeah like like that but she would just you know do all types of little side hustles and things like that yeah so from a uh, aspiration standpoint she was always really helpful from that my mom worked really hard but she was a single parent and, yeah and, and and all this stuff so mm-hmm. so for me i went in the military right out of high, high school, school. okay yeah. so what branch 17 years old air force okay nice. so i went in the air force right out of high school and uh and uh ended up going to to uh, college and, and studying computer science. Nice. Gotcha. Where'd yeah. you do your undergrad? Uh, um, Central, uh, or, uh, sorry, Park University. Okay, they awesome. It, yeah. So so basically, though, I went to a lot of different colleges. Mostly yeah. I went to University of Maryland, but ended up finishing at Park University. Okay, right? gotcha. So, so for me, though, it was about learning some, learning a skill that no one could take away from me. Okay. Right? And so that was computer science, right? I, I gotcha. said, you know, I can go into business, but it was too broad, too I learned vague, that too. right? Computer science. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. for me, I knew that if I had this particular skill, and I think it's important for people to understand that if they are going to go invest in, you know, is college, you know, like the funny thing is college necessary now. Yeah, seriously, so, right? Uh, we say it all the time yeah, on this show yeah, that college yeah. is a scam unless you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or something like that. Yep, or, or unless you come from South Carolina and you don't have any education. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you know what I mean? You can't, you don't write very well. Yeah. You don't research very well. You haven't learned the basic skills. So yeah. some people don't, you know, everybody doesn't go to great school systems, but but uh, so so college has its place, but it's you know you got to think through that because yep. you know right now I think I'm paying a hundred thousand dollars a year for college for my daughter. Oh wow! And, uh, yeah, like literally, it's costing a hundred thousand dollars per year 
for her to go to school in London. And oh, wow. uh, the, okay. the, the thing about that is, you know, it's it's college is more than, OK, I'm going to get this piece of paper and this degree. Yeah. We always talk like, what are you going to get when you finish school? It's like you can get a piece of paper. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know? facts. But yeah. experience, you're going to have to go get on your own. Yeah. You know, yep. the, uh, the desire you're going to have to go get on your own. The ambition, you're going to have to get on your own. The relationships, you're going to have to build on your own. Mm-hmm. College helps with some of that stuff, right? So for me, though, I went and got a degree in um, computer science. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what I went to school for is uh, computer science. And I'm going to drop something that I never told anybody. Oh, before. okay. Wow. Special. Okay. Stay, stay tuned for that one, guys. Yeah, but I did that. And then, um, um, you know, I got out of the military and I went and got, you know, start looking for jobs. And one of the biggest things for me is that. So did you, did you go military first, then college? Yeah. So you, I went to college as I was in the military. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. So at night. Yeah. Know, gotcha. Night, gotcha. You right? took, you did a part time. Well, yeah. no, you, you were still full time. You just took your classes at night. At night. Yeah. Gotcha. A GI bill and all that, right? Yeah. All that awesome. Stuff. Yeah. All that Great. Stuff. Yep. Which, which, which essentially meant that the military is going to pay for 90% exactly. of, yep. of college at the time. Yep. So, so that worked for me. And then, um, you know, I was getting out of the military and we had this whole early out program. Mm-hmm. And that was very beneficial to me because I could figure out if I wanted to get out, if I wanted to stay in. Mm-hmm. And so, or what yeah. time frame was this around, just so the people know? Man, come on, man. We were cool, fit. Yeah, we were cool. Now you show my age. There, see? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, real quick, guys. The long ass time ago. Yeah. <laughs> real quick, we got a super chat from Teal. 50 bucks says, Tell us your secrets, uh, TJ. So he's one of our um, top patrons, very yeah. successful guy. So he's like, what are your secrets? Yeah, I'm going to tell you one right now. Okay. So um, so when I was getting out of the military, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to get out. So the one secret is if you're working for someone, you're not an entrepreneur, right? Always look for your next job when you don't need a job. <laughs> don't Don't start looking for your next thing while you need that thing. Because when you don't need that thing, you can go in with a whole lot of confidence. You can ask for something that you wouldn't ask for otherwise. When you need a job, if 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 that number 50,000 or 75,000 or whatever, you're gonna be like 50,000, you know, you're kind of scared to say it. I'll take 40 though, you know what I mean? Yeah, right. But yep. when, when you don't need that job, because you already got a job, you may hey, no, nah, bro, I want seven. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so it's all about always having leverage. And that, in that case, you have leverage because you have a job. You don't need that person's job. So, so that's one if you have a job, right? Yep. And so, and I use that, you know, to come out of the military. So when I came out of the military, the thing that I did was I looked at how much money a general, a four-star general made, mm-hmm. right? And I wanted to make that amount okay. getting out of the military, which okay. was unrealistic, uh-huh. right? Here I'm getting out at 22 years old. Right, but I want to make what a four-star general. What, what was that at the time? At the time, see, there you go. Again. <laughs> <laughs> He's always trying to think, how old you are, bro? You know, how, how old is you? The people are asking how in the chat. So, so, so at the time, I remember it was something. It was something low. It was like eighty-nine thousand dollars. Eighty-nine thousand. Okay. Right, and I remember. So when I so when I went and looked for a job, mm-hmm. I asked for that amount. Right. Yeah. And and here's the secret. Right. Here's the secret. So I asked for that amount on job interviews, which was unrealistic at that time for a 22-year-old coming out that was getting a degree in something, but I didn't have really the experience to support it. Mm -hmm. So what I did is I asked them, everybody that, you know, when I went on an interview, I would say, well, what do I need to do to get it? 
or what experience do I need to have? What does my resume need to look like mm -hmm. to make that kind of money? And they told me. So then I would make what I would call a forward looking resume. So what that would be would be I would take my resume, I would embellish it, right? Not because I was going to give it to anyone, but because it was going to be used as a tool for me mm -hmm. to be inspired. So I would take that resume and I would go, oh, I can code in C++ and I've written X programs in C++, whatever it was, right? And I would write that on my resume and then I would put that in italics. Okay. Right. So I could see this resume. I would be so inspired by the resume and it served as a roadmap for me mm -hmm. to go, oh, in, you know, two years I can get this. Or if I work really hard, I can get this experience a lot mm -hmm. faster. Yeah. So that was a real secret for me. And I use that, you know, coming up for a long time. And I teach that in what I do. Right. Create a forward looking resume or forward looking bio. Once you see that, it's going to be inspirational. That's right? powerful. Yeah. Because you put a visual board up yeah. of your success and you emulated that your actions yeah a visual board that's more than a vision board like a vision board is cool because it gives you these vague ideas of things that you want to achieve and that's a powerful thing too mm -hmm. but in this particular case we were using very specific things mm -hmm. right here's a skill here's a story here's something that i've done here's something that i've achieved now when i have that and i can put that up in my cubicle on my desk or around my desk or whatever i could use that to to pull myself in that direction i know exactly where i want to go perfect that's no, awesome awesome so, that's, that's a, so, i never so heard that, that answer before. his question yeah uh, yeah <laughs> theo got a lot right there man well, well look well look you're not going to get from me the standard <laughs> stuff that you get from these gurus online yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, this stuff is dug out of the mud mm -hmm. you right know what i mean i'm not like I, I read books and all that stuff but what I want to bring to folks are original thought and things that actually yeah I've never heard that one before yeah, to come yeah. Up. I've heard of vision boards but never actually like putting to paper a resume your resume because mm -hmm. I guess at that point it's more tangible like hey this is what I want to be able to go to you know a, a potential employer whoever with mm -hmm. and I have these skills you yeah. know what I'm saying so that's 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 kind of great yeah very okay. interesting real quick we got Nikhil here okay Chris uh three at nine you guys are doing great work respect from Toronto thank you man and right. uh, let's see. And we got uh, Don DeMarco. Tell TJ to hit the infamous button. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a soundboard here. This this URL one and right it's like here. One of our, That's uh, one of our trademark song? sounds. Yep. Trademark sounds. Yep. <laughs> Don DeMarco. <laughs> Anytime someone drops like you know some some fire knowledge or something like that, we'll hit that horn. Right, so yeah. So I guess they they like the the, the um resume tip right That's there. Awesome. So that's good. So this question, one right? Don, Don Marco, another one? Advice to young men currently in the military. Oh, okay. That's a good okay. question. Cool. We'll, we'll answer that at the end. Yeah, right. we'll answer cool. that at the end. Yeah. All right. So, so Don DeMarco, sit, sit tight, man. We got you, brother. Guys, we will answer all super chats at the end. So if you guys got questions, what we'll do is we'll make a list of all those questions and we'll ask them at the end of the show. Okay. So super chat your questions and we'll make sure they get the answered. We have another one here. Still sleeping, bro. He says, uh, uh, Bob Bucks. Is right, never look for anything when you need it that can be applied to any aspect of your life. Keep an abundance mindset with all things, especially right, women, so but that's a whole it, other thing. Love it, love it, love it. There you go. Uh, so, okay, all right, man, you look like you like women, bro. I mean, Me? you just look like, yeah, like, I, 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 uh, bro, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my thing, you know, I just uh, I like to keep them around, you know what I'm saying? I like to keep them around, you know, but I like to keep a lot of them. That's how they they realize, oh, my, my position isn't really certified yet, so I need to act right, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's funny, though, because uh, we are one of the things, you know, when it comes to women, you know, you know, because who doesn't love women? Right? Yeah, of so course. Any alpha male, you know. Alpha male? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we love women. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, sometimes, um, 
you know, I, I tell I tell people like some of the young guys that I mentor, and I'll tell them I say, well, booty and weed will get you in trouble. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's booty, big facts. The, the, you know, the booty and the weed, you know, will get you in trouble. So sometimes you need to focus. But we'll talk about that. We'll, yeah, no, yeah. for sure. No, that'll be a good topic to hit as well. You you guys will hear from uh, an entrepreneur how to deal with these things so that you don't actually lose your money and your time yep. and go through headaches. Uh, go ahead, Fresh. All right. So like I said earlier in the podcast, I found him through Tall Guy Car Reviews. But how do you two meet? Yeah, man, we met. Um, we were in the same building at one point, right? So mm-hmm. in L.A. So, um, you know, I, I got a place out in L.A. And I had different places, you know, in different parts of the country and and and, and the Caribbean, right? So, right. but I had a place in, uh, in L.A. And uh, someone, uh, a mutual uh, friend had uh, put us together. And said, you guys ought to meet. And when we first met, you know, we were kind of like, I don't know about that guy. I think we both thought that, you know. Yeah. And then uh, we ended up uh, connecting again and, uh, you know, becoming good friends and stuff, right? And so just organically, for real, you know, just someone that I respect so much, right? Because his grind is crazy. Mm-hmm. And when you see him, you know, I don't think people know. Um, I think people that are G squad, real G squad and, and, and watch all of his stuff realizes how hard he works. Yeah. But you know, this is a cat that's not going out drinking. He's not going out clubbing. He's not, you know, going out chasing, chasing booty. He's like focused. Focus. And so, you know, I respect him for that because he's so ambitious and he's so focused and he works really hard. So, and I love entrepreneurs and then, yeah. you know, he, he, we love cars. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's our, that's an automatic connection. And the guy has integrity. Yeah. And and that's what I think some people wouldn't know about him, how much character, you know, how strong his character is. Yeah, very important. Cool, cool guy. Shout out to all the G squad in the chat, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Um, You mentioned earlier uh, that you guys lived in the same building and you guys started working together. How important is it to network with other like minded individual uh, that are also successful, especially as an entrepreneur where you're basically on your own? How important is it to network? It's important, man, because we can talk, right? And I can ask you guys about what you're doing, right? I don't yeah. have a podcast, but if I wanted to start a podcast, you guys could kind of give me the formula, right? Yeah. Here's right. the podcast, yep. right? Yep. And I can learn that very quickly. Or I can spend, you know, a whole year yeah. just getting that knowledge. It took me like six months to research all the yeah. equipment, you right. know, what cameras to use, what microphones to use, how to get the best out the uh microphones. Right. It took a lot of research before right. we actually built it. So. And no cap- right. yeah. We're far better than Joe Rogan right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I will. Hold on. I will. I will make this announcement right now. We are the best podcast because we use better equipment than these guys. I've researched all their stuff. And yeah, we're just the best. We're DJ Khaled out here. So we're the best. I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not arrogant because I've, I've looked at like other top tier podcasts, you know, yeah. Tim Cast IRL, Adam 22, No Jumper and Joe Rogan and. No, none of them are live streaming at our quality, so we are the best. And we in Miami. That. Yeah, and we in Miami. We in Miami. Right, right. So, so from a networking standpoint, yeah. think about it. I came down here to to hang out and, and uh, find a place, um, you know, find another place to to hang out at. Yeah. And um, you know, through meeting someone who had been reaching out to me, yeah. I finally responded to him, and you know, cool people. Uh, we went out and had lunch, and then mm-hmm. uh, connected me with Fresh and. And uh, and then we've been hanging out. And, yeah. and so I've gotten a lot of <clears throat> information from you just by hanging out. Right. And got a whole different perspective than my realtor. So and like we did the example you just gave. Hey, if I wanted to start a podcast, you'd be like, hey, here's an equipment list. Yeah. Go do this. Yeah. And then if I we said, learned that trial through error, man. But, uh, <laughs> how, much, how much have you worked on this backlighting? 
stuff. Oh no, yeah. Backlit and make this look good. That's, yeah. You know, that's not an easy thing. So yeah, man, it was, it was, it was a lot. And, and fresh, like we bought so many pieces of equipment that didn't work and I'm not a morning guy. So fresh would like, I'd be like, bro, this sucks. Could you return it? And he would like go to the store and return it. And we get yeah. something else. So a lot of trial and error. So yeah, that's a part of being a team. Yeah. But shout out to J flow picks for connecting me and TJ because yes. Um, literally, uh, Jeff called me and said, Hey bro, I guess someone you got to meet a yeah. funny story. I had DM'd him earlier. And, um, so he called me on the phone. So he, here's TJ. You meet TJ Millionaire Mansion? Come on, bro. This is awesome. Yeah. That's how we connected. So shout out to yeah. J Flow Picks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, J Flow. Yeah. That's cool, man. For sure. All right. So, number, I would say the next question is right, for example, uh, what YouTubers have you worked with in the past? Um, you would say, you know, the funny thing is, is um, I haven't gone out specifically looking for YouTubers to work with. Like um, all the YouTubers that I've worked with has been a sort of an organic thing. Right. And uh, the, and, uh, you know, when I looked at creating a YouTube channel, mm -hmm. I looked at a lot of different YouTubers, especially around the car space, because it was like, hey, that's what I naturally do. Like on on, you know, my downtime, I'm naturally going to be in a car doing something cool. Yeah. Right. I'm naturally going to be buying a car. I usually buy, you know, probably three or four, you know, four exotics a year, I guess. Right. Oh, nice. And car, and so you guys, got a collection. Guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I have a number of cars and. um yeah. And I need to get rid of some, but uh, <laughs> TJ's yeah. being humble. Yeah. He has quite a car collection, guys. Yeah. Yeah. How many we'll cars do you have, TJ? I have mind no idea. You don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's funny. That's a question. I just don't. I just don't like counting. Okay. You know what I mean? Over twenty. Because it, it, it feels weird. You know yeah. what I mean? Gotcha. It's like, oh, why do I have so many cars? Why does this make sense? I, you know, I'm just. I've worked hard enough in life, right? Yeah. Got to to get them. Where? Yeah. And and so, um, yeah. Would you say over twenty? About that number. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. There you go. <clears throat> so, uh, but Salamandran was the oh, first yes. guy. Yeah, I right? remember him. So it, it's funny thing. It was this organic too. I didn't reach out, and uh, he was gonna do. Uh, he was doing house tours, mm -hmm. so he came by. I had a, a a cool spot downtown, and he came he came by, and and we did a little tour, and we just we did a tequila talk, there you and, go. Uh, tequila. and it just worked out. Yeah. So so he was the first guy, mm -hmm. and then I think um, um, me and uh, me and tall guy. Right. Um, I think St. Bree. Okay. Yeah. We we did. She's something. pretty cool. She's pretty yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Um. I, I think I saw the Dober Do brothers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also very organic because uh, mm -hmm. we met. Uh, I met Kevin, um, uh, in D.C. And then they were out in L.A. And then we were doing something else, and they just called up and said, "Well, we want to stop by." It's like, yeah, come on, stop by. You know. So it wasn't planned. It was just all yeah. very organic stuff. Um, and I would have forgot about them except you, you saying that. So those are the guys that I've worked with so far. But but having said that, <clears throat> I know the power of collaboration. So I'm going to be doing some very specific, uh, you know, specifically reaching out to people. Yeah. Um, so that we can collab. Yeah. Because I Cause, feel like for you, bro, like reaching out to like Kevin yeah. Edwards, we just saw on mm -hmm. Instagram, like Bam and Kevo. Mm -hmm. I mean, Hellcat, mm -hmm. that'd be a big, big, big move for you, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, that would be dope. I mean, I would like to meet those guys because they're all inspirational when I look at their stories. And, yeah. and I've been doing this. Uh, there's been two series that I've been doing on my YouTube channel. Uh, one really people like a lot. One people don't like a lot, like, like that much, but I'm going to continue to do it. Uh, one is uh, called um, sort of um, uh, Rich and Not So Famous. So it's really, you know, I have these Lambros, right? So people, that we have a group that started in D.C. Mm -hmm. that are the Lambo brothers, right? Yeah. And so that became the exotic car brothers. And it would be like, it would be primarily, uh, you know, people of color 
that were um, uh, had exotic cars. Yeah. And so in D.C., which is like, you know, Mecca for for, um, you know, black wealth. In, yeah. They call it the country. chocolate city. Yeah. It's the chocolate city. But yeah. It's also from a black wealth standpoint. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. Right. And it's very, so, very expensive to live yeah. there. It's expensive, but you also have it's it's a mecca from a build business building standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, traditional businesses, mm-hmm. you know, not like this. But uh, but I started interviewing guys that are you know developers and people that are you know other entrepreneurs and things like that. And people really that. like that meeting people that they don't know mm-hmm. that have become wealthy in various different ways. So mm-hmm. we do that. I do that series on my YouTube channel, right. and so I'll be continuing to show you know uh, bring forward people that. Uh, that nobody would otherwise know. Gotcha. Right? Yep. And and the funny thing is, these guys don't want to be on camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're wealthy, they, but they don't necessarily. They, they don't care about having an audience. They like, don't you care know. about it, and they don't want it because it's like showing off. And I had to come o- get over that hurdle too because right. I yeah. didn't want to put my cars out there and put my life out there. But mm-hmm. by the same token, people need, need to, to know, know that yep. you can you can make lots of money in a lot of different ways, yeah. even the traditional ways where right. people don't know about it. Facts. And then the other series that I'm doing is called The Dreamers, where I'm looking for people that are trying to make a dream come true, mm. okay. right? They're trying to do something cool. So I just did one uh, with this fighter pilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, so the first one I did, I, I'm, I'm on, uh, so we did, uh, we're doing three here. Mm. Uh, we're going to do three. So we're going to do six here in the States and we're going to go to Africa and do Oh, okay. Oh, wow. So what that is, is uh, we, we found this guy in South Carolina, went back home and he was, uh, he's done, he do, he does uh, low income housing and he's helping people that just don't have places to stay. Very, very like a hundred dollars a week kind of thing. Right? Yeah. Wow. And, uh, and so he had like a, a bill, light bills and utility bills and stuff that it uh, accumulated that was over $10,000. And so we did a, a video on him highlighting his dream and what he's been doing to help people. Yep. And we gave him $10,000, right? And then there's another one uh, with this guy who's a, um, who wants to be a, come from Compton, that wants to be a, um, a Navy fighter, fighter pilot. And so that one, you know, was kind of interesting because we're not just giving money. People need to be real and sometimes Authentic. people aren't really real. And so, but we're going through this where we vet people on camera. Right. And we decide if we're going to give them the money or not. Right. So mm. I'm doing that. Mm. And uh, so I'm continuing to do that. We got about six episodes of that here. And then we're going to do uh, some episodes in Africa. Yeah. So, I like that you made your mark and now you're giving back to people yeah. when you don't have to. But out of kindness and out of like giving back, you just decide, you know what? This is part of my life. I want to give back to people. So that's yeah. pretty good, man. Appreciate that. Man. Good. So, so so earlier you I mentioned... I know y'all want to talk about some sizzle, man, because, you know, you, you, you losing people. <laughs> people are going chat. away. They're like, hey, look. Uh, <laughs> oh, we got on a super J-Flo. chat. Go ahead. J-Flo Flicks, your boy, uh, 499. Thank you, my bros. But TJ, a question I want to ask you. To get where you are right now, at what point did you have a mentor or need a mentor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I think I've always had, like, informal mentors people that I've looked up to mm-hmm. and they're not necessarily, I think sometimes we look up to people or we look for a mentor and we're expecting them to be perfect. Right. And sometimes you can get a mentor that's just good in a particular area. Right. right? Uh, my mom was good at working really hard. My auntie was good at like being ambitious, right. And figuring it out. You know, mm-hmm. there, there might not be a whole lot of other things I would take from her. Right. But that I took from her. Might not be a lot of things I took from my mom, but it was like the hard work I took from her, right? Mm-hmm. 
And I think um, when I um, um, first got out of the military, you know, when I was in the military, I had like people that were that that took an interest in my success, and they would be mentors, even though I didn't think of them that way at the time. Sometimes. You know, at the time, I thought they might be hard asses. You know, I thought there might be people that was just annoying, mm-hmm. where they would like really mess with my writing and my writing and my writing. <clears throat> but uh, there was a guy named Sergeant Garcia. He just really helped me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think later I had a mentor, the, the first person that I considered a real mentor, right? Outside of like I had a neighborhood guy named Sam that just dropped knowledge. I was in South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. And in South Carolina, it's not very diverse. You have two types of people. You got white people and black people. Yeah. That's it. You got nothing else, yeah. you know, back then, right? And so uh, this guy used to tell me everything about the world, you know? And I'd be like, wow, that's how people live in? Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. So he expanded my mind, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think beyond him, you know, I had a guy when I got in a software business, right, and started doing the software stuff and yeah. gained a skill that he was a sales guy. And he used to, because I spoke French, you know, at the time, very fluently and uh, now very poorly. <laughs> but uh, but he would always use me to do these sales calls. And he became my mentor. And when I went to get another job, he was like, let me, let me holler at some people. And, you know, I went from whatever I was making to doubling that just because of him. Mm-hmm. Because he connected me with some other people. So I think he was a good mentor and, and taught me how to become a better salesperson. Gotcha. Gotcha. So TJ, yeah. real quick, right? For everyone that doesn't know, TJ is a huge car guy, right? Mm-hmm. And actually a lot of your followers that I've, I've met know you for your cars. Mm-hmm. So can you tell the audience what cars you have in your collection? Like some of them? Some of them, yeah. So I have um, uh, Lambos and Ferraris, right? I kind of, you know, it's like I'm a both end kind of guy, you know? Because people say either Lambo or Ferrari. Why pick one? Both and, right? Why (laughs) pick one? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And everything, right, Fit? When it comes to women, right? Yeah, but pretty much, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm getting getting put on the spotlight. (laughs) Uh oh. (laughs) Yeah. So, no, so I have, uh, I think, four Ferraris. I have four Lambos, I think. Um, But I have a Dodge Viper. Right. Uh, oh wow! They don't make those anymore, right? Uh, no. Discontinued. Yeah. The ACR Extreme. They 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 uh, they've gotten rid of that. But my first, you know, like a couple Aston Martins, you know. So I have a lot of different little cars. Right. What's your favorite one? Cheap. Um, my favorite car to just get in and drive and like go through the canyons because that's what I like doing is going through, like driving, you know, driving. Fast, fast in the canyons. And yeah. Stuff. I mean, if any police people are watching, I mean, I don't drive fast. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Speed limits. Hypothetically I, I, speaking, I, I, yeah, of course, if guys. I were, yeah. If I were to drive fast, which car? I think the uh, Performante. Nice. That's okay. my favorite, too. Lamborghini Performante. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, okay. So uh, you, ha- you have a lot of people that um, you work with, help them expand mm-hmm. uh, their brand, make more money, and stuff like that. Obviously, we've been going through some weird times with the pandemic and everything like that. Uh, times are kind of unsure for a lot of people. What would you suggest people invest into to uh, either preserve and or build their uh, wealth? Themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's okay. number one. Mm-hmm. You know, invest in yourselves. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that, what does that mean? That means building skills that are going to endure. Right? Gotcha. Building yep. skills that you can um, that you can magnify, amplify yep. to make more money. Right? Yep. Right. The other thing I would say is uh, – 
invest in building brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. You know, invest in building brands, uh, and then invest in uh, gaining leverage somehow. Mm-hmm. So by you know, I know you know some of the stuff that you do based on some uh, some of the things me and Fresh was talking about. Yeah. And and building leverages, you know, I can teach one person. Um, so I don't do a lot of individual coaching. I don't like that. But leverage would be doing group coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like Zoom calls. Yeah, yeah. So that's leverage, right? Because right. you can coach a lot of people and help people move the needle in something mm-hmm. in the same time frame. So yep, that's right. leverage. Um, I think uh, investing in real estate. Real estate. There's leverage there, right? Because you can you can get financing. You know, yep. there's leverage there. You can use time. So. Those things are the things that I would, you know, focus on. As right. far as skills, can you give us some skills that you think people should learn in today's day and age? Marketing. So, marketing. Okay. Marketing. Yep. Marketing. Because, you know, like I was just talking to someone uh, a few days ago and marketing right now is everything. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because there's so many people that are experts and need to get their work out into the world. Yep. But a lot of folks are expert at that thing, but they're not experts at marketing. Yep. So you can come along and partner with folks. Because you know social media, you know email marketing, you know whatever kind of marketing it is, you know advertising. So if you have those skills, you can go and almost own a part of a business, right? Because, look, I mean, it's like the old promoter sort of mindset, right? There's a club. You don't have to own a club to make money, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Back in the day, um, um, P. Diddy, right? He He didn't own the club. Yeah. He promoted the club. Yep. Right. So essentially, somebody else has all the infrastructure and all the risk and all of that. And he's promoting that and making money off of it. Exactly. So that same sort of mentality, that same sort of approach, people with expertise in marketing can apply it to almost any business. Gotcha. Let me come to you and be like, hey, look, I can get you more followers. I can get you more subscribers. I can get right. you more money. I can get you more viewers. I can get you more customers. Yep. And I do this thing. You keep me an expert at what you're doing. Yep. I'm going to help you on the marketing sample. Because there's the so many, side. there's so many people that are very good at what they do, but they're not necessarily good at getting the message out there to advertise their services. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, so definitely, yeah. yeah. Especially in today's and, day and age. And, and the other thing is, even if they are good at it or could be good at it, a certain yeah. amount of time in a day, right? Yeah. You can't do everything. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I tell all my clients, right? For example, you could be the best doctor, best lawyer in the world. But if no one knows who you are, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. So in today's marketplace, you need a digital footprint because guess what? It's scale and online presence that really yeah. wins the game nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the digital footprint, but you also need, you know, it it's it's digital, but but don't forget that just the guerrilla marketing stuff mm-hmm. is also super important, important you know what i mean and guerrilla marketing is that like uh, on the on the ground you're yeah, out there in yeah, person yeah. like passing yeah. out flyers yeah. that type of all thing all that stuff okay yeah, yeah. uh That's good all right we have uh two supplements. oh okay. okay yeah go ahead uh we have one from chris hawkins 499 guys that cologne you recommend in your patreon is fire it came in the mail yesterday i'm never going back to polo blue yo <laughs> what did we say guys put on cologne Step up for the ladies and they're gonna smell you and you're gonna be good <laughs> man yeah. yeah come on man it Frank. diversifies you Frank Snare, 10 bucks. Just tune in. I had a type of mentor back in, my, in the army, uh, Sergeant. In fact, I struggled with tests, and he always told me to never see it as a test, but rather see it as a as note taken. Helped a lot. Nice. Damn. There you go. All right. Are we good to go? Okay, we're good. We're caught up on super chats. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so we talked about uh, marketing, the importance of that. Have it, that. How's that? Like, especially in today's day and age, uh, it's so important with getting yourself out there and uh, uh, wealth management, building a business, etc. What are three um, steps you would give to anyone that's trying to hit that seven-figure mark in, in uh, 
hit millionaire status? What millionaire. are the top, the top three things you would say are very important? Well, I think we've talked about them. I think, uh, you know, building skills, uh-huh, building right? skills, building skills that you can, that you can leverage. I think, uh, building skills, building leverage, sometimes building leverage is, you know, when I built my, uh, tech services business, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. I could have built a business. I was getting paid a lot of money on mm-hmm. a per hour basis. Uh-huh. Right. But it was almost like, you know, if you play chess, it was almost like a trap. Yeah. Right. Cause yep. I could have done that and could have made, you know, $250 an hour, yep. whatever it was way back then mm-hmm. for a long time. Yep. But I would have been limited in terms of my ability to make money. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have grown beyond that. Yep. So the leverage came in teaching other people what I did yep. so that we could build them out yep. at you know, $175 an hour or $200 an hour, yep. know, less than what I was making or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, building leverage is important. Right. Yep. You know, so we kind of talked about that. So the building the skills, building leverage. And I would say the other thing is focus. Okay. You know, um, people don't focus now because I think, you know, there's a lot of lies, a lot of misnomers, a lot of things people are telling guys and guys are chasing behind that aren't facts. Overnight success. Overnight success. You know, Mm -hmm. I think I was talking to your boy yesterday and he was like, oh, yeah, man, almost there. Building seven streams of income. Like nigga, you you ain't making money. <laughs> you, you build seven streams of income, and none yeah. of them are making money. Right, you know yeah, I mean? right. Yeah. So it's like, no, make money. Print, learn to print money. Learn to make money when you're not working. Right. You know, when you when you're you know dis, disproportionately not having to use your actual time. Yeah. And yep. energy doing it, but you know, you know, people go, I'm doing a little bit of trading. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I'm doing a little bit of real estate. Yeah, yep. I'm doing a little bit of drop shipping. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm doing a little bit, and they're doing all these different things because they're trying to make seven streams of income. Yeah, or or ten or whatever it is, and they think that's the key to to success. Jack of all trades, but it's mediocre in each aspect. Maybe versus specializing in yeah. one or two things. Yeah, and maximizing that for growth. Yeah. yeah, blow that up. Yeah, get really good at that. Yep, you know, uh, but but I think people have been. Um, um, Glamour, you know, the, the whole glamorous thing is if I have multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. I'm a businessman. You know what I mean? I'm, right. I'm, you know, I'm a business. You know what I mean? And it's like, nah, bro, you know, double down on that one thing. Get really good at that. Yep. Put that on skate so that it has a life of its own and doesn't need much of your time. Yep. Then you can go off and do that other thing. Correct. Or you can stay in one thing. You know, all the people that we we admire in terms of making money, mm-hmm. they've made money in one thing generally. Yes. You know, the other stuff are peripheral things yes. that they've done later. Yep. But they've made money in one thing. If you you know look at the richest people in the world, or you look at the people that the more famous people, we know them for one thing. You know, P. Diddy is doing a lot of different things now, but what do we know him for? And why did he? You know, the only reason he was able to do Ciroc yep. is because what he did prior to that right you know the music the yeah. music first yeah. and then from there was able to take that money from music and expand it into other endeavors to create more wealth yeah so he he stuck with what he knew first no that's a great tip so are uh, we have uh, two super chats yeah uh Kella, five bucks just tune it in respect the different type of guests you guys keep getting this is very valuable for the hmv high value hashtag Brent Castle, hashtag MVP, hashtag Prince of Barbados. Thank you, man. And then he corrected, hashtag MVP Chris, LOL. Thank you, Kyle. Appreciate <laughs> Thank it, you, man. Appreciate you, man. it, man. Yeah, guys, we, we try to, you know, be, uh, <laughs> we try to have all kinds of guests on, you know, yeah. 
we, we go from millionaire entrepreneurs to porn, porn stars, stars. To, <laughs> to, you know, dating coaches, YouTubers, uh, you know, YouTubers, you know, everybody. So there you go. So TJ, right? What's up? Bro? I want to bring this up, man. So anyone that's watching his channel, right? And if you're not subscribed, go check out on YouTube, TJ Millionaire Mentor. So you have cars, you have network with friends, but I saw on there, man, a nice ass house. Yeah. Can you tell us about the features of that house a little bit? The features of that house. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I call that house a humble manor, right? Mm -hmm. Because for me, like I overlook, you know, Eddie Murphy's place, Denzel Washington. Mm. I think uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. Um, wow. Aston Kutcher is, uh, you know, right across. Um, so you live right seven. next to these guys. Yeah, like, all, like the closest house to me is uh, Mark Wahlberg. So I can just oh wow, down and, that's crazy! You know, like literally walk into his backyard. So you bought before they did? No, I. So I I got the place that I have after them. Mm -hmm. So it's, okay, all right. It, you know, you know, getting into the whole story of the house. I don't want to get into that yeah. right now. But 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 it's uh, the it's just it's humbling, right? Because mm -hmm. you see all of this enormous success mm -hmm. of, of all these folks and then uh and literally samsung family has a house like right beside that's crazy yeah, it is right it is crazy so uh and so it's 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 humbling right because there's no way to be here and not to be reminded that you just getting started you know what i mean mm -hmm. so uh you know you could be you could live in a smaller fishbowl and think that you're you know you're the biggest fish in that fishbowl but there is one of those places that reminds you that, bro, you know, you got a long keep way working. to go. Yeah, keep, 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 keep grinding. So I think that's the, the best feature of the house is the location, right. how it's situated. Gotcha. And uh, so it's, it's a dope spot. Uh, and, uh, and it's an inspirational spot. Congrats, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Go work on that, brother. All right. So for a young guy right coming up, a guy that's like, like J-Flow coming up, trying to make his make work happen or become successful. What advice would you give to him? In well, terms of like J Flow specifically, mm -hmm. if you're listening, J Flow, it's leverage, you know, getting mm -hmm. leverage because it's like, you know, he has a skill, he's very talented. Mm -hmm. So he's talented in uh, photography and videography. Photography. So it would be two things. How do I leverage that into helping? Because if I go out and I sell videography mm -hmm. and I sell photography, I'm going to get paid one thing. Right. If I go out and I sell content marketing, I'm going to get paid differently. Mm. You know what I mean? So that's one way to leverage that skill that he has, right? I'm going to get paid something here. But if I'm more strategic, when you help people and you train people how to think, you get paid more, right? Damn. You can train people what to do specifically, and that's great. But when you train them and teach people how to think, you're going to get paid more. Guys, that's a the market right there. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. A that's a gem. That's a gem right there. Uh, but, but so for him, leverage, right? Leverage. So that and then, you know, that's one way. And then the other way is to to have a process, have a system in place where he can replicate what he does without him actually having to do it. With his time. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, because right. we always say trading time for money is a poor man's game. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Yes. Hello uh, again, 10 bucks. TJ, thanks for being on the show. My question for you is, how do I get into investing in a startup companies? I am in a tech side and wondering your insight. Thanks. How to invest in what? Uh, so he wants to know how to start getting invested into startup companies. 
at tech companies? How to get invested. How to start that. Well, the first place is, you know, just a regular stock market, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can go invest in, you know, uh, you know, the Amazons and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Startup companies. GameStop. You know, just kidding. <laughs> GameStop, yeah. GameStop, yeah, no. Yeah, you can do that too. But, uh, I mean, startup companies are usually, you know, obviously very risky, right? Yeah. So, and it's not something that I'm, that's not my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Is Now, I am about to start something, though, next week where I'm going to be um, doing a call out for people that are, that are either, you know, exceptional people and I can get behind and invest in their uh, ideas or exceptional businesses or, or potential businesses that I'm, I can get behind and invest and partner and help guide and lead them, right, just strategically and with cash. So I'm going to be doing that. And, um, and so, so that's what I'm going to be doing to invest in startup companies okay. is, you know, to say, Hey, look, I'm investing in startup companies with this range of, of investment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one of the things that I'm doing. There's a website that I can't think of at the moment um, that you can go in and figure out what type of startups you want to invest in, right. Or a venture fund. That's also a, a good way to do okay. startup stuff, venture funds. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so you mentioned uh, ways to, you know, become successful and, and make a lot of money, yeah. uh, leverage and all these things. What would you say are three entrepreneurial mistakes that guys make all the time that detract from their ability to uh, accumulate wealth? Yeah. The, the, the big one is delusion, right? Mm, that's a good they, one. They delete <laughs> their time and resources and, and all of that across a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that, you know, so, the seven streams example, yeah, right? The seven streams examples. Um, uh, I think um, some people don't know what good is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's two things with the knowing what good is. Yeah. Right. Sometimes we think good is to weigh. We don't know what good is for our business. And I'll give you an example of that. Okay. I lost $750,000 once in this uh, car wash business. Okay. Right. So I did mobile detailing car wash business in the Washington, D.C. areas. I had mm-hmm. kiosk uh, where, you know, like in, in, in high rises, yep. you can go down and get your car wash. Okay. Right? I had a warehouse where I stored cars and people could go get their cars detailed, debt removal and all that kind of stuff. And so I would go out and I took all my guys, I would get them trained right, mm-hmm. on how to get a car washed yeah. and came up with this 20 point system, you know, mm-hmm. all these checks. Yeah. Right. And I would go look at the cars to see if they, all these things was done mm-hmm. on each car. Yeah. And so I was so dogmatic about getting these things done that that was our focus mm-hmm. and really what good was for our customers, because I love cars. Yeah. My customers generally didn't love cars the way I love them. So they right. weren't going to see all those things that I was seeing. Yeah. Right. So I was thinking good was having the best wash detailed car ever. Mm-hmm. And what good was, was being able to have Time. an easy schedule appointment, mm-hmm. right. To give them a little piece of candy or something like that. Thank you for your service. Yeah. Give them an air, you know, um, 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 uh, what do you call those things? Air freshener. Air freshener in their car and they get to pick which one it was. Mm -hmm. You know, so some of those things was really what good was or would have been for those customers Mm -hmm. and having a, you know, having it be more convenient to come pick up their car or something like that. That's what good was. But I was focused on how clean the car was. I didn't know what good was. Yeah. Right. Focusing on like details uh, that 
No, it's it, focusing on the customer, not about me. That was about uh, my passion for the cars. Okay. Because I wanted, this is how I wanted my cars clean. Gotcha. Right. But I wasn't thinking about what the customers really want. Right. Gotcha. So sometimes we get into me as opposed to about what the customer is. Marketplace. And all that stuff. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's really about what does the customer want okay. and what is good to them. Gotcha. So, so we lose sight of that. Sometimes. Yeah. If, and if sometimes you, what's good for the customer might be a little bit different than what you personally want. Right. And you applying that lens of this is what I personally want might detract from the service to the customer Absolutely. and hurt you in the long yeah. run. Okay. That's great advice right there. Uh, anything else you would say that keeps people from? Um, keep people from succeeding. Mm. Well, I, I think, I think people don't understand the sacrifice of time that mm-hmm. they need. Sometimes, you know, my, um, my best friend and business partner always says um, elevation requires isolation. Right. And so sometimes you have to, you know, you know, get off the games. Yeah. Get off the booty. Yes. Get off the weed. Yeah. You know, to 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 focus. Focus. And so, you know, just because it's, you know, three in the morning doesn't mean you can't work. You know what I mean? If you're at work, you know, sometimes we're like, oh, this is my downtime. You know what I mean? You know, so so sometimes people aren't willing to really, really make the sacrifice exactly. to do what it takes to get to the next level. Exactly. Real quick, guys, we got Papa Sota. Oh, okay. Rojo. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Chris. You got it. Uh, Papa Sota, today's biggest facts. I see all this all the time in my line of work. The tendency not to give things enough time to come to fruition or build mastery in any one area before they spread themselves too thin. Trying to be the jack of all trades, but master of none. Hey guys, ninety-nine dollars. Yep. Let's get it. Thank bucks, you, Steve. Guys. Thank you, Steve. And guys, uh, Steve's gonna actually be in studio tomorrow. That's my uh, accountant. He's a multi-millionaire, owns a couple of businesses himself, yep. and he will be in here. We'll be talking about finance and personal finance. So, guys, definitely tune into that tomorrow. You know, we're not all about womanizing here. We do <laughs> help with the self-improvement as well. Yep. So, uh, we got Jay Flow again. Go ahead, Chris. All right, Jay Flow. Jay Flow clicks. Nine ninety nine. I appreciate the advice on the seven streams of income because I really believed that you need seven streams of income to become successful. I am listening to Fresh. Thank you for popping the question for me. No problem, bro. One second. Appreciate the support. And then we did have a couple of questions earlier uh, that uh, we we only have one more. Uh, no, but I'm saying before uh, from the other super chatters. Well, we answered them um, on, the, on the spot. Oh, uh, Rockstar Tony four ninety nine. I'm a musician and day trader as well. I'm torn between which to dub down on. Should I do both or dub down on one? What's your take on this? We say TJ. I didn't get the question. So he wants to know he's doing, he's a magician. He's also a day trader. He wants to know which one should I choose or should I do both? Well, I mean, if you can do both, that, then that's cool. But um, mm. uh, magician sounds like what his trade is, right? What he does, what his skill, his unique skill is. Musician, There's yeah. a lot of people doing trading. I did a, um, um, a vlog with uh, Swaggy C. Oh, okay. You know, you guys yeah. know who Swaggy C is? He's young, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah Swaggy C is uh, like 22 years old or something like that. And he's, you know, a multimillionaire and he's a trader. But one of the questions that I asked Swaggy was, what percentage of traders are successful? Mm. He said 5%. Right. Now, the question I ask you is, how do you get in that 5%? So there's there's two ways to look at this, right? It's like, wait. There's a lot of people that have been sold a bill of goods that thinks it that think that it's easy. Yeah, right. That I can become overnight success doing this. I can just make a lot of money doing this. But reality is, it's not easy. It's, not easy. Yeah. it's a lot of work. It's a yeah. lot of dedication. So, what are you going to do 
And how are you going to get into the top 5%? And so I would evaluate that, right? Like what makes a successful trader? Right. What, what, you know, like from a research standpoint, from a consistency standpoint, from all those things. And do you have what it takes to be in the top 5%, top 2%, top 1%? Yeah. And if you have that and you think you have that and you're willing to put in the work to do that, then go for it. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and your day job and you taking time away from your day skill, i.e. magician, if, 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 if that's okay with you, what's the cost of doing that? You know, because mm-hmm. it's costing you something because you could be spending more time marketing your day skill or, or gaining more skills. Yeah. So you got to weigh, OK, I'm going to take away from my day thing, my real thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And give it to something else. And right. is this something else worth, worth doing that? Right. hundred percent. And guys, shout out to Q Banks. He's one of the top traders that we know personally. So if you need trading advice, shout out to Q Banks. Go follow him yeah. as well. All right. All right. We got Big Shot LDN 199. TJ, best way to learn marketing slash sales, i.e. book. Thanks. Well, he wants to know what book he should get for marketing and sales. Um, marketing book. Huh. Mm. I think anything by Seth Godin. Seth Godin. Yeah. Anything by Seth Godin is, is great because he's like a fundamentally sound guy when it comes to marketing. Um, anything around content marketing, and it depends on what type of business you're in. But if you're building online business, then anything around content marketing is going to be important yeah. so that you can understand how to put all that together. Um, but Seth Golden is is probably my guy in terms of um, marketing books. Hey, hit up PJ, man. He knows all this stuff as well. Hit up PJ, man, on Instagram. Yeah. PJ Millionaire yeah. Mentor. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. And, all right. and by the way, yes. I do have a program that I'm releasing in um, the the second week of February, okay. that's going to help folks. Okay, right? and uh, it's called the Lots of Freaking Money Challenge. Right, I, so, I like so, that title. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lots of Freaking Money Channel. Yeah. So what Jet happens challenge. is what happens is people are you know people are in a couple of places, right? People mm-hmm. are doing a whole lot of things, mm-hmm. right? But it's not necessarily all that productive for them. You know, the the seven sort of streams of income thing. Yeah, too early. So that's one or People are trying to figure out what am I passionate about? The purpose. They can't what find makes it. me happy? What's my purpose? And they're trying to figure out how to make money with that. Right. And and that's a trap, right? Because you can make a lot of money and build a career, right, that supports your hobbies that make you happy <laughs> or fulfill your passion. They don't have to be locked into the same thing. Right. Right. So what I do is I take people through a, a process for 10 days and this is almost free. Right. I would, I would let it, I would release it for free, except that if I do that, then people, you know, I'm going to get a lot of riffraff and people that will take it seriously. It seriously. So it's something that's like super, super cheap uh, for people to get into. Um, and I'm doing that because I want people to have a chance to work with me and understand how to go through these 10 days and get focused, right? right? Because that's been a thing. Let's get focused on what's my next best move, right? And so that's what this is. Get focused on your next best move. And then they'll, um, you know, we do that 10 thing, 10 day thing. And we can figure out then if we want to do a 90 day sprint to help them build their actual business. Gotcha. Um, Yeah. Cool. That's perfect. And you're pretty new to YouTube. Actually, hold on. We got some super chats here. Yeah. Just just one more left uh, from uh, 10 bucks. Hello, TJ. Another question. Three books you recommend? If any tech ones, you're off. 
And TJ, you, you need to write a book, man. Yeah, yeah. In process. It's Good. already in progress, man. So You heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. So so wait for that book. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, there are some people that I'm not going to throw shade. I think uh, if you need motivation, I think Grant Cordell's uh, 10X okay. is a book. Yeah. I think I think it's a good book, and um, you know, we, a lot of people, you, a lot of people hate on Grant Cardone, and I'm like, when I watch his interviews, he definitely knows what he's talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. And people, oh well, he's always talking about buying multiple door uh, complexes, etc. That doesn't take away from the fact that like his advice is still good. That like right. when you have multiple doors, multiple, you know, multiple tenants, aka if one tenant doesn't pay, you're still going to be, you know, you're basically ensuring the fact that you're going to be able to get some kind of income. Yeah. yeah. You know, but people. I feel like people kind of attack him in the tabloids. And I, I like uh, Grant Cardone, you know, yeah, despite yeah. what people try to say. Yeah. I met him. But yeah. yeah. He's cool. Yeah. Well, but, uh, for me, I, I get where there's conflicts, especially yeah. with his uh, his fund yeah. and yeah. some other stuff. And yeah, why people yeah. think there's, there's conflicts. But yeah. I think the 10X, his book, 10X, all of his books, I think, are good, actually. But I think his mm-hmm. 10X book is really good from a vision standpoint. Gotcha. And, and yep. hoping you understand, hey, this all is possible. Yeah. You know, it it's is, all yeah. is possible. I know for me, like one of the things that, that um, I remember back in the day, you mm-hmm. know, I went through the whole pilot thing and I was looking at getting a little prop plane. Yeah. And uh, then I was like, I don't want a prop plane. It takes too long to get to where I want to get to and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And one of the things that just kicked me in the butt when, um, when Trump became president yep. was that Trump had a seven seven seven. Or seven six, you know, he had this huge ass plane. Yep. Yeah. And back in the day, I never had vision for having something that big. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that and and re and that by itself mm-hmm. sort of shapes our life. Yep. Yes. Is your level of ambition. Because if you think um, you know, having um a a house and white picket fence is your level of ambition and having two cars. That's what you're. That's you're gonna live in that. Yeah. But if you think having you know five places around the world and lots of money in a in a seven six seven, yeah. then that's your level of ambition, and you're not gonna tell yourself you're successful until you get in there. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think that book. Yeah. 10X, sends that helps, message. Yes. So think helps, big. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Helps with that. From the beginning. Yeah. But, and again, the the Seth Golden books I think are good, and then wait for mine is coming out. <laughs> all right and guys you can like grant cardone and jordan belfort you don't have to pick one guys yeah, a lot exactly. of people like to you yeah. know they want to oh, i like jordan i don't like grant it's like bro they both provide great um insights you know That's grant is great point. with the yeah he's great. like jordan is really good with sales right his straight line theory is excellent and then grant cardone obviously with the real estate right. i agree multiple doors is the best way to go yeah. you know what i mean yeah. if you're going to invest in real estate but uh yeah. you got something no, i was going to say um for the most part um i feel like Take the good from their from their talks. Exactly. Yeah. Don't take the bad. Yeah. If it's bad in there, just avoid the bad. But take the good when you can. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Because having a hating attitude, you're gonna you're gonna basically turn a blind eye to the good advice they give because you don't yeah. like the person, which is foolish. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So so yeah, uh, TJ, you're pretty new to uh, YouTube. You've been on YouTube for like a year. Yeah. And you've grown exponentially, right? Yeah. Like, I thought I think, we were fast. Yeah, I thought we were fast. <laughs> you're like 142,000 subscribers. Yeah. Uh, TJ, how would you give advice to someone starting YouTube? Like, what should they do in terms of like to get started? I, I, one, I would say, you know, obviously the collaborations I think make sense. Yes, I think yeah. also finding your lane and uh, and working really, really hard to come up with the story that you want to tell. Like for me, it's you know the cars are the sizzle, right? Yes. Because that's a natural thing for me. I think being or, 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 uh, authentic yes. about what you're doing. So the cars are the sizzle for me. I can't get away from that because I just love them. You know, yeah. I just love that's driving you. fast. I love mm. I love racing cars. 
I love collecting cars, you know, um, th that's me. But what is also me is teaching and coaching and being a businessman. And so for me, that's what I do. And the other thing is, um, you know, so sometimes we, social media is all about me, 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 me. Mm -hmm. And, and, and what I wanted to do is to highlight other people and share other people just like you guys are doing. Yes. And, um, and so I think it's finding your lane, being authentic and working really, really hard and listening to your customers, your, your viewers to try to give them what, what they want, you right. know, yeah. um, to a point, right. Because like I do the dreamer series and that's not my highest viewed stuff, right. but it's what I, you know, it was, it's a mission. It's in my heart to do. So I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to continue to give away money. Right. Cause I've, you know, put aside a lot of money to give away and I didn't want to just give it to the Red Cross. Yeah. Right. I wanted yeah, to yeah. give it away to people that I can identify with, that I could connect with. And, and there was some sort of cross marketing with my brand. And, and that's what I decided to do. Yeah. That's great. You know, give away money that way. And I know that I'm giving it to this individual and he's going to go out and do something cool in the world that aligns with my brand there you go. and that's yeah. chasing your potential. So, so for those people that's chasing their potential, it's like, okay, they got a problem. They got something they're trying to achieve. I can sort of help. Okay, so TJ, we want to know, right? This is the, like the dating site. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to get into the oh, dating oh, site. Yeah. Now we get the fun stuff. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. So how does TJ, Millionaire Mentor, choose a girl to date, marry, or take seriously? Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, because there's girls, right? You know. Miami, LA, Vegas, distractions, DC. There's lots and lots of girls, right? Yep. And so, um, um, and and honestly, it's it, it's it's crazy because I think it depends on the stage of life that you're in. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, there was a stage of life when I only wanted, and this is going to sound crazy, and mm -hmm. people are going to throw rocks at me and mm -hmm. like that, but I only want to state a six or a seven. Six, six and a half, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't want to date anything better than that because, right. uh, because it required too much maintenance. Yo, hold no, on. Hold yo, on, hold yo. On. <laughs> yes, true. So uh, sixes and sevens. We, we talk about this on our show a lot of the time too. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants a dime until they actually deal with one. Yep. And, uh, and the thing is, is that, you know, you don't have to say it. I'll say it. They're a pain in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they're certain, they're used to certain things in life and they're used to a certain lifestyle and they're used to certain treatment that quite frankly, most guys aren't going to want to tolerate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like everyone wants to date these types of girls until you actually deal with them. And they're like, you know what, man, let me get like an average girl. That's like not going to give me a headache. And you know, so funny, we you agree know with you, bro. Yeah, we agree yeah. with you. So you especially when you're grinding. Yeah. Like, facts. Doing work, you know, yeah. then it's like, this is what I'm doing. And yeah. So, you want somebody that's going to be happy with you, yeah. You know, giving them time and yeah. not necessarily focused on, you know, uh, Chanel bags, what and, they want. Not yeah. even that. Not even that. It's just time. Yeah. You know, focused on going out and going to dinner and doing this. All yeah. this stuff takes time. Yeah. And so when you're in a place where you're trying to come up, you know, Facts. then nah, just meet me at my place. You know, if you come, that's great. Yeah. If don't, you don't come. I'm just gonna work. We always oh, say it, man. Or there's somebody, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. So. Nines and tens, man. My opinion. She belongs to the streets. You just catch and release, bro. Just and, catch and release. Well, well, there's some nines, <laughs> yeah. there, there, nines and tens that, that, you know, like it depends, right? I'm older than you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so th there's some folks that is worth you giving that attention to and that time to. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, you know that you're giving up 
it is costing you a costing lot of yeah. money. Facts. And that's in your time, in your energy, in your mindset, yep. right? Because you're focused on, you know, making that all good as yeah. opposed to building that thing that you need Facts. to build. And, and when you're trying to when you're trying to have a, a, a fleet of a bunch of exotics and a bunch of cars and a bunch yeah. of houses and a plane and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. then you don't have time for that. Facts. It, it, and I, the dimes are going to come after you get that anyway. So you might as well focus on that. Dimes yeah. will always be available to you. It's yeah. just a matter of how much time you're going to yeah. want to allocate to that. Yeah, because I gave up like a lot of girls just to like take this seriously. And yeah. it used to be three to five girls a day. Yeah. But my time was gone. Yeah. And I couldn't focus. And the man was like, yo, bro, snap out of it. This is this is money on the table. Yeah. And I had to like shake me out. Like, yo, bro, take a break. And then look at all the millionaires that, that we know. Warren Buffett. Uh, Bill Gates, these are like regular women that aren't like the baddest big booty, you know what I'm saying, all that mm-hmm. stuff. But guess what? They help them with their, with their purpose or their line <clears throat> doesn't give them like a headache. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that works. Well, and, and you're right. But, um, you know, those guys, you can't compare those guys to you know, average people. Swaggy okay. ass guys like y'all. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't because yeah. they're not culturally the same, different. And so, mm-hmm. you know, there are differences in culture. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, uh, you know, you know, <laughs> Bill Gates and Warren Buffett don't walk around, you know, adjusting this shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. True. true. Just, you know, it's just they're different guys. Yeah. You know, so I think, you know, and that's why it's important. Like when I do the Land Rose and stuff like that, these are guys that you we can more identify, identify with, with that have had the struggles of, wait a minute, you know, I'm a good looking guy. Um, you know, you know, I got a little bit of, you know, I got fire, you know, I got swag. And how do I still become successful and deal with my libido issues or deal with women coming at me and all that kind of stuff? Yeah. And so, I, though those guys, you're right about those guys. You're right about, you know, all those cats. They're different cats in terms of people that the folks that follow me can really identify with. That because they're not going to identify with those guys. True, very true. Not in terms of dating and stuff. Yeah, you know. So um, it's different. Different. So 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 it depends on the stage of life that you're in, mm-hmm. you know, and where you are. If you're coming up, that needs to be minimized. And two ways to minimize it is get somebody that's low maintenance or get in a real relationship with someone because we are hunters, right? Mm-hmm. So what happens is we hunt and we go, okay. This is my girl. This is my babe. I put in all that effort. But once we get them, then we kind of go back to hunting. And that's our business stuff. That's our ambition. And, you know, it doesn't sound sexy, but that's really what happens. And so that's why married guys, guys in real long-term relationships, tend to do much better than single guys because we have that thing that we have to take care of that libido thing that we have to take care of. And so we're like here, here, here and and managing and juggling, but that cost us, Mm -hmm. you know? So, so yeah, millionaires have a significantly lower divorce rate. Yeah. Significantly lower compared to like average guys. Yeah. How much is that shit going to cost? you? Yeah. 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 Facts. (laughs) Yeah. Facts. No. Okay. Uh, Go ahead. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, Oh, super chat. Okay. Nine more results with women. Once you get, once you got rich, so did you get more results with women once you got rich? Well, I've always had, you know, I've never had a challenge with women right. okay. you know, in terms of getting a woman, yeah. you know, or a dime or whatever, you know, it's, it's, you know. Um, so uh, it's just that what happens is with 
wealth, with money, with all the the fixings. Yep. Right. You have people that can come to you for for reasons that are not necessarily authentic. Yeah. Ulterior but, motives. Yeah. But you yeah. can tell if it's authentic. Facts. You can figure that out. Yeah. Very you know, quickly. There's certain things that don't happen when it's not authentic. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like when you you know what I mean? There's certain things that don't happen when it's not authentic. Yeah. She's like, oh, take. That. she's like, she's like, oh, take me to Nobu. And I'm like, nah, we're going to go get a drink at the bar. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Well, you can so, keep it real. I was talking about some other stuff, but it's oh. okay. <laughs> you can keep it real, man. Yeah. You know, it's okay. I'm you know, going to be respectful of my brain. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. You know? No, I mean, so like yeah. when a guy's excited, yeah, there's a way to tell that a guy's aroused and excited, right? Yeah. When a woman's excited and aroused, yeah. there's a way to tell that. Yes. Right. So the point is, is if she's really into you, she will be aroused, right? If not, when she's not, she's gonna be fake moaning and it's gonna be starfish. Yeah, you know, it's, starfish. Gonna, it's gonna be a desert. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. So, so my Facts. point is, is that yeah. you know, you know, you know, there's certain things that yeah. happens when a woman is into you versus when she's really not. Yeah, and, and her level of cooperation, you know, her level yeah. of cooperation is gonna tell you everything you need to know. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If if you tell her something, she doesn't listen. You know, if a girl really likes you, she's going to do everything in her power to make sure she doesn't mess it up. So she's going to cooperate with everything you say. But if she's like combative or like tries to challenge you on certain things, like, nah, just kick her to the curb. In my opinion, you don't want to deal with headaches. And some guys, right, they don't know how to uh, tell when a woman's into them or not, which is why guys in the chat, like follow us, they know from our our teachings and from our experience. Some guys, they just have like a lot of money, a lot lot of success. Because you guys are like hitch. They, uh, we got that, a lot of times, man. Yeah, we're, we're like the uh, politically incorrect hitch. Yeah, <laughs> we keep it real. Yeah, we're, we keep it real raw. Yeah. You know, to the point that uh, feminists hate me and want to come and kill me. But that's another story. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, we just yeah. keep it real with like yeah. the contemporary dating marketplace. You know, what I mean, because things have significantly changed uh, with the emergence social media. of social media and online dating apps, yeah. everything like totally that. Totally different world. It's yeah. a different world from like you know, you know, dating in like 20, 10, 20 years ago was completely different than it is now. Right? Yeah. Um, sure. But uh, okay, go ahead, fresh. No, so. I guess it's going to lead to the next question then. What is your current view on dating in today's marketplace? Like, what's your view on it? It's, you got to be strategic about dating. And so, and the funny thing is, is men get mad when women are strategic about dating. Right? <laughs> but we have to be strategic about dating yes, as well. Facts. And so, and that's, you know, kind of the conversation we were just having. Mm-hmm. You know, like, where are you right now? Where does she fit into your life? And, you know, making sure that you, she's fitting into your life and you're not fitting into hers. You know what I mean? Very important. Very important. Because like a, a lot of guys will bend over backwards to like get a girl. And really, she doesn't bring much to the table. You know what I mean? And they're just like, oh, she's hot. So I'm going to pursue her. You know, but it's like, you know, at what cost? You know what I'm saying? How much time are you going to devote to this woman? How how much resources? You know, does she even really like you? You know, does she have all ulterior motives because you have clout or you might have money? You right. know, and I think a lot of guys are are blind to that a lot of the time where it's like, oh, it's a pretty girl paying me attention. I'm willing to overlook certain things right. that are honestly red flags, red flags. That'll, that'll end up hurting them yeah. later on. Like so. give, me, give me an idea. Give me an example. Oh, man. I oh, mean, how much time do we got? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> an example of a red flag. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead, Fresh. Yeah, you, so one I'll is get definitely one after. like daddy issues. Uh-huh. Like she has problems that are internal and she's hot. She's, she's sexy. So you're like, yo, this, is, this, this goes to one. Yeah. But deep down, she's like, uh, there's a, a beast in her that, that wants to come out. Yeah. And it's only going to come out when things go wrong in a relationship mm. and you've been like, you know what? I'll do this for now. Cause she's hot. Mm-hmm. You marry her. So kids later on, you know what? Psychopath divorce. You take half your stuff and then she's gone. Yeah. But that's the crazy meter, right? You ought to be able to figure out crazy flag pretty early. Right. Yeah. Or no. 
Oh. No, some some guys don't know though. Yeah, because some... think about it. Most guys don't. Okay, for example, most guys don't know how to deal with women on a daily basis. Yeah. The top percent of guys deal with women all the time. Yeah. But the average guy working at CVS or, or Kroger's or whatever, they may not know how hot women are. So if you get one by, by chance or by accident, guess yeah. what? Her finesse, her game, yeah. she got you. Well, and, and some are overlooking it. Right? Yes, they, exactly. Yeah, they're overlooking it willfully. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that could be a, a red flag because guess what? That was a sign that you didn't pick up on because you're too into. Yeah. I, I would say a, a red flag is like any woman that like thinks that she uh, that she's like equal to you, like that she that that oh this is equal partnership and uh, she doesn't follow your lead. I I, yeah, I come from Muslim background. Yeah. And uh, I firmly believe that for a relationship to work, the man has to be the leader at all times, not the woman. Uh, I always say on the show, I know the feminist is going to get mad when I say this one, but I always say women are fundamentally incapable of leading men within the confinements of a relationship. They're just not built for it. You know? Well, I agree with you that uh, women shouldn't be leading men in a relationship. That doesn't make any sense. And I also agree with you in terms of daddy issues. I think women you know, find women like you're talking about those real relationships and mm-hmm. stuff like that to have good relationships with their fathers. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, they respect and, male and, authority. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. when they don't, my man over here feels like, yeah, and she, she needs to respect me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not she, for real, she bro. She needs like, to kneel. <laughs> she don't. <laughs> bro, for real though. Like, yo. <laughs> Put his bad behavior. I, I, like, yo, I'm literally like, like, yo. That's how I operate, man. Because like, I always look at it like, like, Women don't. They women gotta re- love respect you first, man. Yeah, like it's like you better wear this collar. Yeah, <laughs> get behind me. Yo, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like, man. hey, look, I ain't playing with you. Yeah, you ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. I don't let girls walk in front of me either. Like, yeah, that's true. I don't let them walk in front of me, man. Like, oh, I'm man. very like. I mean, some people say you're kind of militant with it or whatever, but it's like, it's 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 you know, for example. So one of the most popular books among women is Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. And why is it? Well, it's a millionaire guy that's dominant, that's assertive, that, you know, is very masculine, right? right. These are very attractive traits. Now, you know, even though it's politically incorrect to say these yeah. things, women are hardwired to be attracted to these things in men. So mm-hmm. I tell guys, yeah, you got to be the leader at all costs and you got to display that and, uh, you know, not just dis- um, say it, but you got to demonstrate it as well. So like when a girl, I'm on a date with a girl, if she walks in front of me, I'll take her by the hand and I'll put her back behind me. I'm like, no, you, you ain't walking in front of me. And then yeah. she'll be like, ha, ha, ha. But like she's like knows okay this guy is serious you know so little things like that you know and I'll, yeah. I'll give you one more TJ yeah, yeah. so for example uh, example right the average girl nowadays listen to like Cardi B Mike Thee Stallion and what did they talk about <coughs> getting the bag Facts. so getting the bag means finessing you I'm gonna finesse dudes the best way I can to yeah. get what I want mm-hmm. and guys aren't awkward because they one they don't know or two they're like you know what I'm gonna deal with a girl I'm so happy but they don't see the red flags there as well so yeah they end up being stupid and then they just take the L you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but that's our views on yeah, it, you yeah, know. Just yeah. a quick little summary, but yeah, that's what we teach guys is you know you always want to be like the leader in the relationship. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with that. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people like uh like run us up the flagpole for it. Yeah. You know, we went viral on TikTok, TikTok. for it a few times. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, look, y'all, y'all don't be trying to mess up my brand right now. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. keep okay, it clean. I see what y'all yeah. trying to do. <laughs> See what y'all trying to do. Y'all bought me out here. This, this is like a trap. He, he, he does like, not express really our opinions, yeah. guys. Our okay, opinions. we're completely we're we're yes. different on this, so it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Don't so. don't put align TJ's views with ours. We're we're different, right? But look, we're talking about making money here today. Yeah, that's one side of it, and then the other side is becoming the best man you can be. Because guess what? Yeah, near you your best self, you can attract that into your life. And guess what? When you're aware of who you are and what you what you can accept, that you don't tolerate 
something you don't want in your life. That's so, what I love that. I love yes. that. If you become a high value, which is the high value male, yeah. alpha male, mm-hmm. you know what you want and you don't settle for less. That's, yeah. that's, all, that's all we want guys to do. Don't settle for less. Become the best version of yourself so you can get what you want out of life. Yeah, I remember uh, uh, JJ, JJ Smith, my uh, business partner, she wrote a book and she said one of the things in her book, she said one of the uh, challenges that women have is that they're dating overachievers. Mm. Right, they try to date men that that they are not really qualified for. Ooh, right. <laughs> and, and, and so when that happens, mm-hmm. when that happens, they get drugged, you know, and they don't know why they're being drugged. But it's like, hey, you, you know, this guy can be with, you know, any number of people that are are mm-hmm. you know um, more qualified in a lot of different ways. Yeah, right. Of, they're they in terms of their maybe in terms of their look, in terms of their character, in terms of you know their upbringing, whatever. A lot of different things. Yeah. And so, and that guy's with you because of the low maintenance aspect of the relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and women uh, are dating over cheaper sometimes, and that's one of the biggest problems that women had because she was coming from a woman's perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was teaching them that, and so that's a real thing. PJ, we need her, we need her on the show, man. Yeah. Oh, JJ. She can be yeah. real, brother. Yeah, JJ, yeah. JJ. Yeah, yeah. We talk about that a lot yeah. too with with, uh, with what guys really women, want, w- what men really want versus like what women kind of look for, and then we also talk about uh, you know a lot of the reasons why women end up staying single, especially successful women, you know, yeah. uh, which which that would be a whole other episode. We won't talk about that yeah. today, but, but yeah. Like, last night we had two. Yeah, two. I'm messing up my brand, man. I don't, why, <laughs> I don't even know why, guys. I'm talking about making money. We're talking about business. You know, we're supposed to be talking about my. Ideas of relationships. <laughs> so, you know, when does your book come out, TJ? Yeah, man. Yeah, when yeah, does your book it, come it's out? It's going to come out this year, but yeah. uh, you know, I don't have a date yet. But uh, okay. but um, probably hustle up and get it done by mid next mid year. Okay, TJ. Last question, right, brother? What advice <laughs> would you give to the viewers? Right, the last piece of advice to make it in life I and mean, have the millionaire mindset to be successful yeah i mean it's about um spending your time wisely right making sure we all have the same amount of time yeah but it's about what you do with that time and so um you know you got to do the you know the value calculation of your time meaning um you know what have you done it's it's what the 31st yeah it's the 31st of january what have you done this year right how have you used your time this year? Mm-hmm. So you want to see how that's going to be, you know, where you're going to be 12 months from now, take how you've used that time, multiply it by 12. That's going to give you kind of an indication of what kind of grind level you're on, mm-hmm. because you can say you're grinding, you can say you're hustling, but look at what you spent your time doing. Right. Right. Yep. You know, so for you guys, you guys are creating content. You're doing this thing. You're thinking you're up late. Uh, you know, we talked. It was very late last night. Four in the morning, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, you know, yeah. you're up trying to figure things out, ideas and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So if I multiply that over 12 years or over 12 months, look, there's something that's going to come out of that. Right? Exactly. But there's some other folks that are out, you know, still trying to figure out what their passion is, yeah. trying to figure out what's going to make them happy, trying to figure out those things. And that's not going to equate to anything. So, you know. Um, so what I would say is be wise with your time. I would say choose your one thing for right now. Yep. And one of the things that people have a challenge is on is choosing something that they're going to focus on. And the reason why they have a challenge in terms of choosing what they're going to focus on is because if they choose this one thing, it means they've 
not chosen, they've, they've really said no to all these other things. And mm-hmm. there's some stress in that. Yes. Right. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do yeah. that. I'm not going to party. Not gonna, I'm not going to. Yeah, no, yeah. no, not even that. Uh-huh. It's like from a business standpoint. Okay. You say the magician investor. Okay. I'm not, um, if, if he chooses magician, right. Mm. That says, I'm not going to do trading. I'm not going to do drop shipping. I'm not going to do real estate. I'm not going to do all these things. The idea is to choose your one thing for right now, right? That you're going to focus on and to the exclusion of everything else so that you can build the leverage, right? Get the skill, get that going, be able to put that on skates so that you can make the kind of money that you want to make, build the kind of life that you want. And then you can go back to some other things, right? So you got to put a lot of things on a parking lot list and choose what is the most important thing for you right now. So there's another book. There's a, there's a book called The One Thing. Everybody should read that. The, the One, one thing? thing. I okay. can't think of the author right now. But The One Thing is a good, really good book. Uh, but it talks about the, the, the power of focus mm-hmm. and doing one thing. But The One Thing is also kind of scary because, again, it eliminates everything else. Yeah. So what people should think about is not the one thing forever, but the one thing for right now. Yeah. And what yeah. am I going to do? right now to start making to max out profits and then you can like that's kind of what me and fresh are doing so like we're doing the youtube thing right now right Mm -hmm. and uh we're we're giving guys coaching and like uh fitness dating basic male self-improvement right right? media from a contemporary standpoint because we're big on social media getting girls on the internet that type of thing then we're taking that money and we're putting it into into real estate you know what i'm saying into assets uh but we're starting with this first because obviously this is our expertise you know teaching guys how to do these types of things but no i agree with you 100 that you definitely want to do something that you're good at, maximize the money there and then funnel it into another endeavor yeah. that you want to pursue later on. So teaching women how to submit. That's what you <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yo, you know what? We teach might teach women how to submit. We might we might do that, man. Help these girls get some boyfriends. Hey man, look, get married, you know? Those those girls last night, they understood what we're saying. They said, Hey, yeah. you know what? You guys have a point. Instead of having our high standards for these guys. Maybe we might need to lower a bit if you want to keep a guy. Which you yeah. guys should actually watch on Patreon. We did an interview yesterday with two women that are entrepreneurs, successful women, yeah. uh, you know, attractive young ladies, right? And they're, they're, but they're in their 30s, but like, you know, still cute. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, see, I say the controversial things. Hey, look, so, so this you guys is not don't have my to. Brand. Yeah, this is not. <laughs> I met these guys in Miami. We hijacked cool. them. <laughs> hey, they're making, you know, they're, they're hustling, they're yeah. grinding. So yeah. I want to come on. Yeah. I don't, hey, look. I do not subscribe to everything they're saying. The whole thing that they're saying, I may or may not subscribe to. Uh, <laughs> we got you. We got you. Yeah, but uh, but no, it was it was a good episode because we mentioned things on how to um you know how to, how to get a high value guy, and they're like at first they were like really, and then they're like oh you know what that makes sense. So yeah. it was a good episode. Go Guys, check it out on Patreon. Real guys. quick, the one thing the book um, TJ mentioned is author is G- Gary Keller. Yep, so guys. check it out. Yeah, I uh, J uh, Papa Read it once yep. before. It's, okay. it's a great book. Thank okay. You. And yeah. we have one a question from earlier, Don DeMarco, one ninety nine. Advice to young men currently in the military. Oh yeah, that's what it was. That was the question. Yeah, no, the forward looking resume. I mean, I think gotcha. that's great for mm. you to do while you're okay. still in the military because it's like, hey, I'm going to get out. What resume? Create a resume right now, mm-hmm. right? And that's you know uh, incorporates all your experiences. Now, when you're in the military, the one thing that's unique about the military is that you can have jobs that yes. don't translate outside of the military very well. So what you want to do is to start figuring out how to translate the language and stuff, right? Because in the military, you use a lot of um, sort of um, acronyms and things like that when you're talking about what you do. Learn to start talking about those things in civilian ways, mm-hmm. right? So that it makes sense to a civilian and create that resume 
and explain things the way civilians under would understand it and find value in it and where there's holes write in those holes in terms of your forward looking resume um write those things in and if you got two years left in the military work your ass off to make those things become a reality and maybe work for someone outside of the military for free you know to get the experience that you need to get that's uh that might be related to the military but doesn't that that fills in the gap between your military experience and what would be your civilian experience. Gotcha. Cool. So TJ, awesome. great interview. Where can people people uh, find you? Find me at uh, TJ Millionaire Mentor on uh, Instagram. On uh, and we have it up there on the screen, guys. Yep. Make sure to give him a follow on Instagram. Yep. yep. Instagram and YouTube and um, and uh, you know I put a post on there. So if you guys got uh, questions, hit me up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's that's it. And then, oh, stay tuned for the challenge. It's uh, the Lots of Brick and Money Challenge, which I'm dropping on the second week of February. Perfect. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that show. Uh, You know, TJ, thank you so much for coming and uh, giving us some of your time. We appreciate it. This is a great interview. A lot of gems uh, were spoken here. A lot of gems. And uh, yeah, guys, catch us tomorrow at 6 p.m. We're going to have Steve from Accounting, my accountant in studio. And we're going to talk about uh, personal finance, money, taxes, all the sexy stuff that will help you <laughs> with your finances. Yep. And uh, we'll catch you guys right here. Same bad time, same bad place. 6 p.m. Peace. Peace.